0: what's up quality people we are back i got two of my players here Um, i'm tuning in from out of town we got kenya in the producers bay back in georgia i am in missouri but i also got two great players in the Coastal stars organization we got jackson sayer in the middle we got hunter holder all the way on the opposite side of me before we get started, I need you to like for the algorithm because, um, you know, that's what we do. We pushing it out to as many people as possible. Um, we're going to go ahead and put this in the chat. But before we get to that, Jackson, Hunter, how you guys doing? Good, good, good. good.
1: good. Yeah, Coach Robert, how awesome. are you, man?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, really blessed to be on the road, um, but also to be able to come and, you know, participate in a show like this as well so um, ready to get to it ready to talk about uh, some baseball we're going to talk about the tournament recap going to talk about some of your goals and also like the savage mentality before we flip the script and y'all get to ask me some questions so um, let's talk about uh, well actually before we do that let's introduce yourself so uh, Hunter all the way to uh, across from me why don't you introduce yourself let the people know who you are and uh, a little bit about yourself.
1: I am uh, Hunter Holder. I am from uh, Eatonton, Georgia. I am currently the graduating class of 2024, play shortstop, second base, and a right-handed pitcher for the Coastal Stars. Absolute great association, great team, love the guys. Just, there's not much more to say about them. Just a great environment to be in all around. Happy to be joined by Coach Proctor
0: today. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Jackson?
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm Jackson
2: Sayer, class of 24. Same as Hunter. Um, we're actually on the same team with Coastal and all. And like he said, I mean, it's a it's a great program and all. And I mean, I'm having fun and enjoying playing, and we're also getting experience, you know. And and I mean, I'm playing really everywhere, utility, really. But um, you know, it's really just about experience and getting yourself out there and. I think Coastal is doing a great job of that.
0: Awesome, guys. So uh, let's go ahead and get into our first uh, segment here. We're going to talk about the tournament. We had a tournament this past weekend. Uh, I thought my team played pretty well. We didn't get a win, but two of the teams we played in our pool were the two teams that met in the championship, and those are the games we actually played really well. We uh, only lost to one team eight to five. really had them on the ropes, but weren't able to pull it out and then the team that won it we were tied or no it was it was only one to zero until like the fifth inning and then they scored some runs we had some opportunities left some guys on but y'all were able to get a win so we didn't have the best weekend as far as like win percentage we we're over three but you guys y'all got a win you actually tied one and you lost one so uh, let's talk about you know, what was it like this weekend, first weekend of the fall? So, uh, talk to us about that.
1: Josh, you want to go first or you want me to? Uh, you got it. You got it. Um, First game of the weekend, we played a, played a really, I would say, a solid team. They really uh, – they had good defense, good bats, good, uh, nice lefty on the mound. He was throwing consistently pounding the strike zone all game. He actually ended up throwing the whole entire game to the, what, the bottom of the seventh inning, and they finally took him out. But, um, yeah, they were a really good team. They actually had two Coastal Stars, old Coastal Stars players that played with us through the summertime on their team, and uh, we actually had to change some stuff up. We had to change up some signs, get different things going, because these these two kids – they contributed it, and they knew what we had going on, what we had planned. They knew our game plan going into the game, and whatnot. But um, all around, we we played a we played a really solid baseball game. Our guy, our main guy, Trey Powers, on the mound, he threw an absolute diamond for us. Um, Jack came in and pitched for us. Jack Jack did amazing. We uh we really had good defense all around the whole the whole game. Um, we we kind of struggled early on get the bats hot but um once they finally came around we put a little bit put a little put a little pressure on the uh on the opposing team and uh we ended up coming out in time right there but um it was a it was a battle it was really a battle that game um in my honest opinion I don't think that team really should have um competed with us like that I know we I know we have a lot of guys that are absolute dogs and i know that we could have um, absolutely put a hurt on them but you know baseball is that and you don't always play your best or your best of your ability and baseball is not always on your side but um all in all it was a great game it was um uh, it was just a battle man and uh just got to come back stronger
0: yeah right. i think we so let's talk we- about uh Hold on before you, uh you go jackson so talk about when when somebody knows you like talk about how the game plan has to change right because i'm sure in high school you play teams every week or every year rather where y'all are close rivals probably in town and maybe some guys that you grew up playing against locally so talk about how you have to go into a game where the other team kind of understands you know what you're about kind of your game plan and um, the type
2: of, you know, ball that you play. You know, uh, everybody's gotta face adversity. I mean, that's just that's just part of our life. I mean, stuff's gonna happen, but uh, it's how you handle it. You know, I mean, like Connor said, they had two kids that played on Coastal, and uh, we that was that was the adversity we had that game, and um, you know, we had to. We had to I mean change some signs and stuff like that, but if you're not able to handle little things like that, you're not gonna win big ball games anyways. Um and I mean like Hunter said, it was a it was a close game and all like that and it was we were losing we were actually losing by two in the bottom of the seventh inning. And, and um I came up to the plate and I hit a single and I think it might have been Christian Wahewe, he's a great player as well. Um he was he was he got a hit after me and I stole third, he stole second and then uh, T Payne is what we call him. Tyler Payne, he came up, hit a hit a double to tie the ball game, but that game shouldn't have been Big really what it was. Big barrel. But I mean that just I mean, that just goes to show, you, I mean, you can I mean if you put your put your mind to it, you can do it. And bottom line is, I mean, you gotta compete and if you don't you're gonna get beat. And I felt I felt we competed well that game, but uh that team wasn't better than us.
0: Mm. So yeah, I, I, I think um, you hit the nail on the head when you said that you got to face adversity, but it's about how you overcome that adversity is what really matters, right? And so after that game, you tied, right? Then what happened in the next game?
1: Um, so the next the next game that was a uh, this morning. I actually, um, I, I threw that next morning, you know, um, a lot of new guys, a lot of guys that you're in new, new experiences with, I guess you could say new friendships, a lot of new people just coming along to the team, adding on, doing great things. And, uh, that morning we came out and we, uh, we kind of struggled right there in the first, um the first two or three innings, we really, we really had, um, some defensive struggles going on. We, we were kind of struggling to find the bats. It was a, it was a really tough game. Um, but after that, um, after that third inning, we, uh, we came back out on the field on defense, reassured ourselves, cleared our plate, cleared our mind. And we just, we kind of went and played baseball, how baseball is supposed to be played within the next three innings. And, um, we really didn't have that many errors. Um, we actually, I don't think we, I don't think we had one error after the third inning, and uh, we got to, um, I think it was the fourth inning. We got to the fourth inning, and one of our big guys, um, Nance, he um, absolutely hammered a ball, hammered a ball to um, the left field and went over the wall. That was just a big momentum booster for us right there. I came back out on the mound. We um, we shut it down after that. We were just really struggling to find the sticks that next game, and um, we kind of we we put ourselves in a bigger hole than we should have been in with the um, with the trouble we were having the first two innings, and uh, there was uh, there was really no fighting back after that point. But you know we ne- we never gave up. We had that um, we had the momentum on our side after the third inning and that really pushed us and we put up a couple runs but it just wasn't enough to secure the deal and uh, bring us back
0: so that's actually um, a good point because it's like you face adversity in the first game you lo- or tied a game not lost you tied a game that you probably should have won second game still not playing as well as you're capable of but you get some momentum so you're kind of sticking with the process and then Heading into the third game, you took that momentum that you ended the loss with, and you're able to convert it to a win, which is the the mark of a good team because now sports is all about momentum you'll hear me say that you probably heard coach Justin say that at some point as well it's it's all about like momentum and whoever has the momentum is got the edge in the game and for you to be able to come back you gotta you know change the momentum that's why in basketball is a really good example because you'll see one team go on a big run and then another team's able to come back because that just shows you kind of how momentum um, swings and works now in baseball it could be a little bit different because You can have a team have a big inning, but momentum can also be a pitcher shutting you down as well. And so I am say all that to get to the point of, like, y'all are able to use that momentum to snowball into a win, and now we got another tournament back at the same ballpark with the same team coming up uh, this coming up weekend. So what are y'all looking forward to most going into this weekend?
2: I'm really looking forward into um, man. I I don't know something about it getting out at the ball field and you know you once you step on once you step on the, other side of the white lines it's not it's not just games or it's not fun and game talking anymore. I mean you're, you're competing and you know I've got my brothers on the, side of the line they got theirs and that's totally fine. I'm just looking forward to competing, man, and being around being around my teammates and just having fun. But um. I feel like I feel like this tournament, we can really compete with some of the teams. And like you say, we play the we play the teams that we played before. And um, I think that gives us a little bit of momentum, minimum like you were just talking about, because, I mean, you know how hard it is to, I mean, come back after a loss with the same. But um, I'd be out there with my team and my coaches and coming out there and competing.
1: Yeah, I know to um, to add on to what Jack said, just um just being in the atmosphere of all the great guys that are around you, all the great guys that are competing, working working very very hard for uh, another chance to play at the next level. It, um, it just shows, once you step across them white lines, it really just shows who really wants to be out there, who really wants to compete, who really wants to go head-to-head against the, the other guy and show who's the better guy. And, you know, you, you always – you always don't come out on top. You always don't have your uh, your wins. You always have losses. That's just how baseball goes. But um, stepping into this next tournament, um, we're coming up. We're coming up with a big win. We um, we had the first tournament. We let it go by us. We um, we bonded with some of the new guys. Some of the guys we've never played before. Some of the guys we were just now meeting at this point in time. Where uh, we were kind of finding the atmosphere at that point in time, kind of. Figuring out where everybody sits, where everybody plays, how everybody plays. Everybody plays a different ball game, and um, we. Uh, I think we're. I think we're going to come out very, very hot and very explosive within the next tournament, and uh, really put really put forth the effort and show that we deserve to be there. Show that we deserve that um, we're one of the big teams that sits within the wins.
0: Oh yeah, so yeah, I definitely think. The talent level that we have across the board is just as good as anybody else out there. I think a lot of times, um, especially in baseball, what separates people who win and lose at this level is just, you know, either team chemistry or you just, you know, make too many mental errors. And so when you eliminate those mental errors and then you're able to get more reps with, you know, guys like I mean, you, you two have been playing together. For a little while on the in the organization now, when you're when you're able to get those reps with you know guys that have been around for a while, you just have more confidence, and confidence is a really big factor in anything that you do um, in sports. And we'll talk about that in our Savage Mentality segment, but just hit on how important is confidence when playing the game of baseball. We'll start with Hunter. Um,
1: confidence is a Confidence is like one of the main, one of the main, absolute main keys coming into a baseball field. You know, you gotta, you gotta step out there knowing that you are going against a lot of other guys who are dying to win this baseball game. And if you don't step out there with the confidence you have walking in to the park, as you have walking out on that baseball field, then you, you just you are not ready to be there at that point. You have to mentally prepare yourself for what's about to happen and what's about to go down um you make mistakes in baseball you make errors you you don't have your best days you know everybody has the work everybody has the bad days but having confidence and picking yourself back up after having um, a bad mistake or something like that happen to you it's um it's a huge it's a huge factor in baseball and not only that but after you um say after you come off a huge loss or whatnot and you have a game right back after that. It's, um, it's, it's really key to just contemplate in your head that, like, hey, we're the bigger team. We're the bigger guys. We, we know what we can do when we play our, our own game of baseball. And um, you just have to walk out there with that mindset, knowing that you're the better team, that it, you're, just, you're just better. You have to work. You've, you put in the work to be better. You have the confidence to go out there and play to your full potential
0: absolutely I definitely agree Do you have anything to add there jackson
2: yeah I mean and I mean it's a lot of what hunter said but uh confidence is a big thing for me i mean if i mean if I'm playing short and hunter's playing second and he lets the ground ball go through his legs and I go over there and I pick up my team and I'm like hey man just get the next one or just flush it you know or just say some encouraging words that's big on confidence too because I mean he has confident confidence that you'll be there for him and, I mean, and that's a good feeling, you know. And, I mean, if you make an error, you got to know your teammates have your back and and stuff like that. But, I mean, if you don't have confidence in your teammates, they're not going to have confidence in you. So, I mean, just all around you got to have confidence for your team and confidence in your play and your abilities. Because, I mean, you're going – I mean, you're going to play with what you brought to the ballpark. I mean, you got – you got to play with what you got, so.
0: No, I like that. Uh, you- I like how you said you get, you got to play with what you or you're going to play with what you brought to the ballpark. It's something that Ken and I kind of uh, hinted at um, last week in our podcast is how important preparation is because if you haven't put in the work to, you know, prepare properly for the game, then you can't have confidence, right? Because then it's, it's almost like going into a test and you didn't study. You're kind of like, oh, I I'm hmm. guess I'm just going to you know, guess on all these answers or kind of, you know, just, you know, whatever my way through this. But when you have confidence, it's because you've prepared properly. And now you can go out and just play your game and execute your game plan. And we're going to talk about our goals in just a second, or your goals, rather, in just a second. But I think we got some comments. Uh, So Kenya, uh, go ahead and put up some comments. We'll acknowledge some people. I saw that she put up the comment from TJ3 History saying hi to Hunter and hi to Jackson as well. So that's Trent. He's Hello. actually sitting over here uh, to my Thanks right Trent. here. We're on a little, we're on a little business trip now. And uh let's see, we got anybody else? That is Kenya's mom, my girlfriend's mom saying greetings all. Let's get quality going. Yes. I like that. I like that. Who else do we have? We have Cade Mormon in the house, upper class white. Got Nick, some dogs. Simo. Believe that. I like that. I like that. Yes, y'all sorry. do have some
1: Simo's, Simo's a dog over there at first base. Love you, Simo.
0: Yeah, he had a good outing and I think a clutch hit in that uh win that y'all had. Uh, oh, yeah. Colin, oh, yeah. Colin, uh, I'm not sure, is that wise? I don't know how to say that. The quality. I like that. I like that. Who else do we have? All right. I think that is it. So let's get into our second uh, topic: uh, goals. So, in order to be successful in anything, you gotta have goals. You gotta be working towards something. And so, you just want to kind of pick your two brains. Uh, what are some goals that you guys have? Uh, as far as well, let's start. Let's start off with baseball first. Let's stay on that topic. So. Baseball, what are some goals? Let's start with Jackson on this one.
2: Baseball, some of my goals are, I mean, just get the most of out while I'm playing. You know, I've heard so many guys talk about, like, I mean, if I could just go back and play one more game and if I could just soak up one more in and, I mean, just take the most of it, you know, take the look, get the most of it out as I can. And um, But, I mean, obviously I want to play at the next level. And, um, you know, I feel like I've put in enough work for that, and I'm not going to stop by any means. But I mean, I my one of my main goals is just to make it to the next level and show what I can do, and I mean that'd be a big accomplishment. And you know, just and another one of my goals is this game's gonna make me a better person. So just keep at it, you know, don't quit what you started. And um, I mean, yeah, I just make it to the next level. I mean, I
1: guess that's a big goal. All right, what about
0: you, Hunter? Yeah,
1: um- um, kind of adding on to what Jack said, one of the main goals that I have set for myself is to uh, make it to the next level. You know, but um, you know, you gotta you gotta continue to put in the work, uh, put in the effort, put in the long, hard days and hours and time that everybody's downing upon you. Like a lot of the times, the the time that you're going out by yourself doing things you need to do on your own time that people don't see and um, one of my main goals is uh, just going out on the field, leaving everything I have on the field, and building lifelong friendships. You know, I love I love being out on the field with my guys, love being out and um, around them, being in the atmosphere. It's um, it's always great to meet new people. That's why I love I love bouncing around, meeting new people, playing in new fields, playing in new stadiums, whatnot, doing different things. It's all about just having connections around and um making some lifelong friends and that's a that's a huge goal for me just to continue on the relationships with the with the people that i've played the game like actually that i've shared the love of the game for some of the closest people that i'll ever get to be around and uh they go through it just as much as i do and they put in as they put in all the work and whatnot and uh that's one of the main goals just um going around and having good relationships with everybody and making it to the next level, showcasing your skills.
0: Yeah, I would I'll would tell you that the camaraderie that you have and the friendships that you garner over your time playing baseball is a special bond. Like, I was just at a wedding, I've gone to a couple of my weddings from just past teammates. And every time I go, it's just just great to see everybody. It's like, we're back in college. And we're just reliving, you know, all the early mornings that we had to get up, all the hard battles that we fought, you know, just everything that we go through. Because especially when you get to college, those guys that you play with, you are literally, your whole life is, you know, together, right? It's almost like being um, in the military because everything that you do is very structured. You have a time and a place to be. You're going to be in class with some of these guys uh along with being in weights in the morning along with going to early work along with you know rehab and physical therapy and going to the trainers not to mention practicing games and so like everything is with these guys and so you you become really close with them and after it's said and done it's that bond and that camaraderie that you actually miss more than the game of baseball of course we love baseball it's our favorite sport and we love to play it but at the end of the day it's a game But what we can't replace is the relationships that we built. And hopefully those carry on for a lifetime because like you said, been a lifelong friends. I'm actually about to go to a wedding in about a month with a guy. I grew up playing baseball with. I haven't necessarily talked to him much since college, right? But since we built such a strong bond and friendship, just growing up playing baseball together, Like I'm invited to his wedding and he'll be invited to mine when I get married as well. And so that's uh, something that you should always cherish and you should always hold on to. At the end of the day, baseball is going to be over, but those friendships, those are what can last a lifetime. So I like that. Let's shift gears a little bit. Instead of talking about baseball, let's talk about some of your career goals. Of course, baseball is not forever. So what are some things that interest you maybe professionally? Or something that you can see yourself doing, at least right now. It could change, of course, because y'all are young and really getting, still get, still getting to know yourselves and knowing like what you like, what you don't like. But where are you now, as far as like what could you see yourself doing? I know Hunter had mentioned something to me about maybe media. So why don't you start, Hunter?
1: Uh, yeah. When um, no. When it's all said and done, if baseball ever doesn't work out the correct way it should, or, you know, just mistakes happen or, you know, injuries or whatnot, it just all the adversity, you know, if there's any ever anything in the way, um, my, uh, my plan is to, um, go off to college, get my degree in, um, business and entrepreneurship. So really one of my, one of my main things, that's what I want to major in in college and, um, I uh, for my uh, minor, I want to do uh, sports broadcasting and uh, make it on the air, and um, you know, just connect with all the people on the live sports games. History of the, uh, baseball world, you know, football world. It doesn't matter as long as it involves the game. You know, I'm gonna love always being around side. So you know. And um, that's just one of the main goals. my dream and that.
0: I think. Uh, I think we lost him. So Jackson, why don't you go ahead and uh, answer that while we're getting Hunter back? Um. Yeah. I mean, like you said, if the baseball
2: doesn't work out and stuff like that, I mean, i have I'm i up in a small town like that, and I've been on I've been raised on some farms and stuff like that, but. I'd really like to uh, major in agribusiness, and um, I can go right here next door in and Tifton, and, and that's in Abac. And um, my grandpa actually he's the HR director there, and you know I've grown up around Abac, and I know the kind of the ins and outs of it. But um, yeah, I'd love to major in agribusiness and something in the agriculture, and be outside, and you know stuff like that. But um, yeah, I would love to do agribusiness.
0: Let's talk about agribusiness really quick, because a lot of people, they think of, you know, business and they think of agriculture, but they never really put the two together. Right. And it's a very big industry and can be very lucrative as well, because we have a lot of, you know, farmers in Georgia, especially South Georgia. Uh, When people think of business, they normally think of Atlanta. But how important is agribusiness, especially down where you live? You know, I mean, well, I mean, without some farmers,
2: you wouldn't be able to eat. You wouldn't be able to, you know, you wouldn't be able to have certain things. And, um, I mean, agribusiness, it can be, I mean, it can mean the world down here. And, um, I mean, you could, you can, you can decide to do many things with that degree. I mean, you can go and sell parts to tractors, or you can go and sell parts to seed or stuff like that. But, like, I mean, or you, you could just be a farmer and just, I mean, you could sell your crops, but. I mean, without some of the farmers here, we wouldn't be able to eat. We wouldn't be able to survive, you know, and that's a necessity. And I'd like to know that I'm helping the world and, you know, helping, helping people every day. So, I mean, I mean, agriculture is everything down here.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't understand that every time they go into the grocery store, it's because a farmer raised, you know, like if they get meat or, you know, any sort of vegetation is because a farmer had to, you know, raise that or grow it and then, you know, you know, farm it and then ship it out before it even gets to the grocery store. We just kind of walk into grocery stores and they take all that stuff for granted. So I definitely think that's a very good route and it's very important, but also it's very overlooked. So I think it's a very, I think it's a good thing that we have young men like you that are already interested in that. I actually went to school with a guy who uh, didn't necessarily do agribusiness. His uh, family owned a hay farm down, uh, dang, where, where was it? I, I forget where he, he was. He was in South Georgia as well. Um, But they had a huge hay farm and a business surrounding that down in um, uh, South Georgia. And after school, he kind of went down there to take over and start to help run the business down there, too. So um, people don't understand how, you know, agriculture is, you know, can sustain a family and can be very lucrative as well. So very definitely some good stuff. Let's switch back over to Hunter really quick because you were like you're into broadcasting. Um, sports broadcasting, stuff like that Also, before uh, we get into Hunter's questions If you have any questions for these guys Or just questions in general um, Kenya is back in Georgia And she will be flagging those questions And we will get to them um, in just a little while But yeah, let's go back to Hunter So when you say sports broadcasting Are you talking about like sports center type stuff? Or are we talking about you know sideline reporting? Like kind of what's your vision for that?
1: um the more vision is like a sports center like you said um kind of want to be over the mic kind of how it is right now um kind of explaining the game as it goes along as it evolves you know um being up in that being up in the booth i don't know being being surrounded around some guys that know what they're talking about love the same thing that i would that i feel like i would love i don't know i feel like i would be in a good atmosphere set myself set myself up for uh, for improvement, and um, I just I just feel like that would be uh, that would be a great thing for me. And um, I uh, I kind of just want to stay in the uh, in the sports industry. If um, if baseball doesn't continue to work out, I feel like if um, I'm in the sports industry, it'll kind of ease a little bit of the pain on my heart, knowing that I will, uh, knowing that I'll still be around the ball um, one way or another. And if that means that it's explaining the game um telling people more about the game um just kind of just kind of explaining what what's really going on um it would make me feel uh made me feel wholehearted I'd uh I feel like I'd really love that
0: no I definitely agree because I think the same sentiment that you're getting at is something that I felt too after I stopped playing I was like Man, like I'm gonna miss baseball, but how can I still be a part of baseball? And I was like, oh, I can coach. I had coached my brother growing up; he's four and a half years younger than me, and so it's something that had always came natural to me because I'd always helped him and some of his little buddies that came over uh, with whatever they, whatever I could help them with as far as baseball and stuff like that goes. And so I was like, yeah, let me see if I can get back into coaching, and then I. Saw coach Trent at a wedding and he was like yeah I'm doing this whole coastal stars thing and I was in kind of my last semester of college and I was like yeah like get some money while I'm you know back at home finishing up school and I just you know fell in love with you know the program I've always you know known the Jones family they've always been great and I mean it's just been fun and now I'm on you know year four and loving every minute of uh getting to do stuff like this with you guys but also being able to uh, of course coach you in the game of baseball so i definitely like that all right so we're going to take a short little break here um but right after we come back we're going to get into the savage mentality or answer any questions or address any comments that you guys have as well so we'll be right back after this break
1: Um, we're going to work through this this track meet in Birmingham. Get ready for the nationals and hope to put on a put in a good performance.
0: Um, just making sure she pushes out of both legs
1: out of the blocks and not just relying on one leg. Wow. Let's go do it. Five, three,
0: Quality. Quality. All right, what's up, people? We're going to get into the savage mentality. Before we get into that, I need y'all to like for the the algorithm. I got Jackson. I got Hunter. We're having a good time tonight. Let's get into some of your comments before we get into the savage mentality. So we got a... $2 $2 super chat from Kenny McIntosh. She says, what does the next level look like to y'all? So kind of touched on it, but let's start with Jackson on this one. What does the next level look like that or for either baseball or in life in general, what's next for you?
2: You know, with, this, with baseball, it's just, you know, moving on to the college level and, you know, playing with bigger guys and bigger competition and, you know, bigger, bigger things on the line. And, um, I mean, I mean, we've committed our whole lives to baseball. I mean, me and Hunter have, and I'm, there's a lot of guys that have in Coastal. And, you know, just when I think of the next level, I think of, you know, college and, you know, just big parts of life that that, I mean, that, that anybody's going to go through. But um, the next level, I mean, it could really be, look like anything. It could be a small JUCO school or it could be a D1 or uh, a big D2 or whatever. I mean, it – to me it just means you know compete with bigger guys and more talent.
0: Awesome. What about you, Hunter?
1: Um yeah, kind of adding on to what um Jackson said. Um playing at the next level is uh one of my one of my absolute main dreams since I was a kid. Um put my hard-earned time, blood, sweat, and tears all in, in this game broken so many bones playing this game. Like it's, um, it's, there, there's truly a love and hatred for this game. And it really has a contributing factor on um, self-improvement and um, just getting to the next level, putting in the hard work, showing that I deserve to be not just only me, but all the people around me and all the people that really work for it. It shows that they deserve to be a, like at the next level and, it doesn't matter like what ta- touching on Jack said. It doesn't matter where you go if you're given the chance to go and play ball somewhere to showcase your skills and showcase your talent. If you go and you play ball how ball is supposed to be played, the coaches will find you. The um, every, everything will find you if you just go and put your time and effort into it and um, just playing at the next level. It's really about the the main like the main thing is the competition getting around older guys who are a lot better than you, been in your position, and um, they've worked for it as well. And uh, they're just a little bit older than you. They're putting on everything they have, and you're putting on everything you have against um, each other. And um, just working to be a better – not only a better baseball player, but working to be a better person in general on, on how your life turns out after collegiate baseball, if it's going to the pros or hanging up the cleats after that, it's just um, it's a it's a main contributing factor on how your how your life really wants to set after you um, after you finish, and um, it's it's a it's really a, it's really just a big thing, a really really a huge topic, and um, it's one of the main top priorities that I have set on my list.
0: I like that. I like that. Do you have any more comments? Coach Ked in the house. Just a couple of guys from my lineup of studs. I like that. I like that. Coach, Coach kid. So okay. What any any more? Joni Adams says, could not be more proud of my hunter. On and off the field, we love you, Joni Will and Reed. I like that. That's sweet. You're doing a good job, Hunter. Thanks for teaching me your brother Reed. (laughs) That's awesome. So let's talk about that for a second. So how how old is uh your younger brother Reed? He is uh he's nine. He's nine. Okay, that's awesome. So talk about that. Because like I mentioned earlier, I have a younger brother four and a half years younger. And I basically taught him the game of baseball, we didn't have parents that played baseball. So I was kind of the first one in my family to play it, but really actually, you know, play it at a serious level and try to be the best I could at it. So talk about what it's like to, you know, train and kind of raise your younger brother playing baseball.
1: Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into it, um, come from a family where it's not really, um, it's not really a huge factor of playing sports and whatnot. I I mean, you know, they played back in high school and, um, you know, the, the audacity to play ball has always been there. And, um, it's really been a huge thing for him to be a contributor to come and just watch and watch me play and grow up. And he, um, he did that. Um, a bunch of the years, and he uh, like the times that he wasn't able to play. He was always at my games. He was always there. He's always supporting, and um, it's it's really just amazing to be able to turn it back around and um, show show the love back to him when he deserves it. He um, he's a he's a really good kid. He's uh, he's actually um, if I'm not wrong, he's uh, ambidextrous, kind of like Coach Cad at nine years old. Oh, so there we're, we're trying go. to keep
0: him nice.
1: Yeah, we're trying to keep him to um, keep throwing righty and lefty, and um, I don't know. He just he loves the game. He loves being out in the environment, and um, that's that's really a, really a great thing to me. Knowing that I'm one of the people that he looks up to um, after after it all, and um, it's it's really just a just a heartwarming thing that knowing that he looks up to me, and knowing that I'm a leader in his world and he just wants to learn from how I go about things and how I play my style of baseball. And uh, it's really touching. Yeah,
0: no, I like that. I mean, it's also like, it's it's heartwarming, but it's also helps you and pushes you to be the best that you can be. I know like for my brother, I knew he was always watching. So I was like, man, I gotta be this great example for him. I wanna perform my best so that he, i can show him that he could be just as good as me or greater than me and so um it's 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 a heartwarming thing but it's also a great responsibility as well jackson do you have any siblings younger or older older
2: yes sir i have a younger brother
0: there you go so you can kind of touch on this too so how is it you know playing baseball does your younger brother play baseball as well
2: Oh uh, yes, sir. He, I mean, he he loves any sport. I mean, he plays baseball. He plays soccer. He plays football. He plays basketball. But I mean, I I've never really played any other sports. But um, you know, I mean, growing up, he's always he's always been drugged to the ball field, and I mean, he kind of just fell into it, you know. And um, when he was like, "Hey, well, let's go throw," and when was like, "Hey, let's go hit," and you know, you just gotta. I mean, because I was at like that one day too. I mean. You just got to really soak it all in and help him to the best ability and, you know, have fun with it. And I mean, he's going to be, I mean, we were at his his age once and we all just want to have fun and, you know, learn the sport. So, I mean, I mean, just, and like Connor said, I mean, he looks up to me and, you know, you just got to try to make a good, set a good role model, I guess, for him.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, do we have any more comments before we get into the Savage mentality? All right, so um, I guess that's enough. All right, so let's get into the savage mentality. How you have to be a dog. Coach Ked was talking about, you know, y'all are just two people in a lineup full of dogs. So talk about how what it means to be a dog and how that mentality, like how how you have to have that mentality to be successful at the game of baseball.
2: You know, I mean. Playing against other guys your age, once you step on the field, you know you're going head head against them. It's not, and I mean in my head, I, I step in the box with a with a Mercer commit or a Oklahoma commit or whatever. I mean I'm still thinking in my head, you're not going to beat me. Like you don't know how much work I've put in and you don't know what I've done to get here, so you're not going to beat me. And even if you do, you know I'm gonna come back. I'm, I mean I'm gonna come back next time fighting even harder. But um, you know you just gotta believe and what in the work you've put in and um it's a big thing for me because um you, you know some people just get it get it naturally and some people have to work for it and for me I had to work for it a little bit and um I just you know your mentality says a lot about you I mean you can go about it many different ways but I mean I'm competitive I have a little bit of fiery side about me and um which gets me in trouble a little bit on the baseball field you know but um <laughs> You know, you just got to, you just got to compete. And I mean, if you don't love to compete, then it's not sport for you because every time you step on that diamond, you're going to have to compete.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like how you said that, you know, some people, you know, they naturally have a inkling to play certain sports, but some people have to work for it. And there's a popular saying is hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And so, It goes to show you that, you know, these people that are talented, sometimes they're not, you know, they're just getting by with their talent. But if you're always working hard and you have talent as well, then you're going to surpass them and you're going to maximize who you can be in any sport or in anything that you do in life. So, all right. What about you, Hunter? Uh, Allude or talk about the savage mentality, how you have to have it in order to be successful in the game of baseball.
1: Um, just knowing that um, you're going out there, you don't know who you're going against half the time. These these dudes could all be D1 commits. They could all be. Um, uh, I mean, they could all be a lot better than you. Truth be told, and you go out there, you got to have the mindset that kind of what Jack said that you're not going to beat me. You don't know what I've had to put into this. You don't know the time and the effort and all the hours that have been put into the hard work that goes into this and um like you, you just have to go out there and it's just a thing of if you can go out there and baseball is a game of failure if you can go out there and you can fail and pick yourself back up and succeed after you have just failed or faced adversity that that's that's having a dog mentality you if you go out there and you just down on yourself 24/7 after you mess up or make a mistake or do something wrong that, that you just can't continue on to do that 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 you you won't play at the next level you have to pick your head up put your shoes back on lace them back up go back out there and say it's whatever let's clear it and uh, we'll get the next one you know it's um it, it's all about it's all about a mental game baseball baseball's truly a a mental game and um if you don't have the right mental mindset when you step out there or step in that box or anything then you're just not you're just not fit for it and um, you have to mentally prepare like w- way before and continue on to tell yourself that hey it's gonna be okay, hey mess ups happen, mistakes happen things, things don't go your way for a reason and you can't control that. but um, yeah, it's um, going out there and competing, you got have you got to have that 110 percent all the time. you got to want the baseball. You got to know what's happening all the time, and uh, kind of like what Jack said. Me and him are on the same page. We got a bo- We both got a little bit of fire behind us. So um, when, when we catch that, it gets us in. When we when we catch that, it gets us in trouble a little bit of the time. But um, that that's what really sparks us up, bringing that energy to the baseball field, knowing that we're lighting all of our other teammates up, knowing that we have their backs, knowing that they have ours, and um, all just being around a big group great group of guys. And um, there's not really much to be said about it that you just you have to be mentally fit to control what goes on in the baseball field.
0: Absolutely, man. And I, and there's in baseball, you hit it on the head when you said it's a mental game. And there's kind of this fine line of really going after it. And, you know, really pushing the limits and then also at the same time, having to control your emotions, right? Because you don't wanna get too hype. You don't wanna be too down as well. You want this like sharp focus that allows you to, you know, be a dog, be a savage, and be in the moment and take advantage of this moment. But at the same time, if things don't go your way, or if things do go your way, you're not overly emotional about it. Not saying you can't be pumped, not saying that, um, You can't get upset if something doesn't go your way but you know just controlling that and you know getting right back into okay what do i got to do next so i can be great in this moment is really what the game of baseball is all about because you know one minute you could hit a home run and one at bat and then the next three at bats if you're not focused if you're not in the moment you could k up and look just silly right and or the reverse could be true you k up and look silly and then you know next couple of bats you're sharp your focus and you go three for three uh, with you know a couple doubles off the wall. And so really having the savage mentality comes uh, comes back to being in the moment and ceasing each moment for what it is and not getting too low and too high. So definitely agree. I think we got a couple of good comments queued up for us. So let's go to those right now. <laughs> Coach Ked, I, I try to bring out that dog mentality in my guys. I like that. Yeah, talk about Coach Ked. Dude. He was on the podcast. He was on the podcast last week, um, just talking about you know his journey as well. But how is it being coached by Coach Ked?
2: It's great, man. Like a I mean, first jack, and you know he's kind of he's kind of he's he's younger, so you know I mean he he kind of relates to us a little bit and um it helps with him still like being involved in the sport, you know, I mean, and he's, he's still in it as the game. um I mean, he's still in it as the game progresses. So, I mean, and, you know, he's a dog too. So you can't really, I mean, what do you expect? He's gonna, if you're, if you're playing for him, you know, you're going, to you're going to get it true. But, you know, I love Coach Kidd as a coach and he's coaching all of us well. Yeah. um kind of,
1: kind of touching what, what Jack said, Coach Cad he's a he's a younger coach, and that's that's one of the main things that I love about the um, Coastal Association. Um, all of the coaches kind of connect on us more of a more of a more of a level than some of the some of the older guys in the in the coaching um, world would. Um, coach cad's still in the game of baseball as of right now, and he's just, he like like Jack just said, Coach Ked's a dog. He's an ambidextrous pitcher. He's uh, I see Coach Ked going real far, and um, it's just like like what Jack said. Coach Ked's gonna be straight up and completely honest with you, and tell you straight up on a straight line how it is and how it should have been if it's wrong, and if you're are if you are doing right, he's gonna give you that um that per, like I mean that um that compliment or that confidence and say, hey man, good job, like keep it up keep up the good work. But, um, you know, he, he's also a great coach just for the, the silly times that we give him. We give him a lot of trouble having him out on the field, but uh, we love him to death. He's such a good coach, and he, um, he's really one of, the, one of the better coaches. Couldn't ask for a better one.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And something that's very underrated as well with the Savage Mentality and building Savage Mentality for a player or a team, what have you, is – you know, a role model or a mentor or a coach that is there helping you to, you know, stay savage, essentially. Right. And I think Coach Ked does a really good job of that. Like you said, he's straight up with you. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. If you're doing something wrong, he's going to address it. But also at the on the opposite end of that token, if you're doing something right, he's going to praise you and, you know, give you your flowers as well, which is super important because sometimes you have coaches that only dog you Never really give you your flowers or they're too soft and they only, you know, lift you up and boost you up, even though they could be addressing, you know, some issues that can make you better. So you have to have that balance, which kind of goes back to what I was alluding to earlier is got to have that balance of being in the moment, but also understanding, hey, like this is the things that I can work on moving forward so that I can be better moment to moment as well. So I like it um so that's our savage mentality we're about to get into our as coach profit segment where they can ask me you know anything they want you guys in the chat can ask me anything that you guys want and or if you still have more questions for hunter or jack feel free to put those in the comments and we will get into them so let's get into our as coach profit segment now all right guys so y'all have any questions for me Go ahead.
1: Let's start with a uh, hunter first. Yeah. So, um, one of my main questions, one of the main things that kind of sits on my head as I see you around the um, association a lot, is um, how how was your re- recruiting process coming out of um coming out of high school? How was it? Ha- like, how was your journey? How did you um get where you are today?
0: Yeah. So. Honestly, in high school, I didn't know much about the recruiting process and there wasn't a lot of information, as much information as there is today. And so if I could go back, I would do it completely different. And um, social media wasn't as big of a part of it as it is today either. So if I was getting recruited today, as opposed to back then, I'd probably do things even more differently than if I could go back to my time and do it. But with that being said, so my process was kind of different. I could have been a lot more proactive and, you know, building relationships with coaches. I mean, I was always good in person. So like if I went to a camp or if I just saw a coach, she came to my game and whatnot. But I wasn't necessarily good at, you know, foster a relationship. Like if I through email or through text, if I got a coach's number, I could have been a lot better at that and I didn't have resources or people like y'all the coastal stars and we kind of put together a package for you and that's because we were coming up if we knew what was in that package we probably could have maybe played at you know bigger universities or um, had better opportunities not to say that the opportunities that we had weren't good I think I ended up at one of the best situations that I could have ever ended up at and had one of the greatest experiences ever but I would have been you know really proactive along with going to you know more camps i would have tried to build more of those relationships and show my personality to some of these coaches because i mean i think i have a you know good personality and when i was in front of these coaches i think i made a good impression but it just wasn't it wasn't able to stick because it wasn't more than you know oh just that kid at the camp he could run a little bit and i had the factor that i was a smaller guy and so when i probably had you know d1 talent but i didn't have d1 you know characteristics essentially i wasn't tall i wasn't as big right i didn't necessarily hit for as much power as you know some programs would have liked and so i had that to overcome so I should have made up with that and, you know, how I fostered building these relationships and reaching out to these coaches in different ways. And if I could, if I was getting recruited now, I would definitely 100% be just building my social media presence um, as along with sending stuff out to coaches uh, and not, not trying to be an influencer, so to speak, but just putting my personality out so that, coaches can see like who I am, my character, and so that they can kind of understand like, oh this is a person that would fit into my culture. And this is something that we hit on our last podcast is just because a school is maybe a dream school of yours or it's you know a big name school doesn't mean it's a good fit for you, right? Um, because you know culturally, their values may not align you know perfectly with your values or what have you or like even the even the city that it's in may not be similar to you know how Jackson was raised you know you're raised more around the farm area and it could be like these big cities with all these city kids maybe not a good you know like meshing of cultures for you where you can thrive at your best and so you got to take all of that into consideration too it's not it's not like oh I'm going to this school and it's big right it's all right what's going to be the greatest place for me to thrive like hunter you said earlier it's not necessarily about you know did i go d1 it's like hey did i get an opportunity and can i thrive here at this place that's like the that's like the biggest thing and i think i actually ended up in uh in a situation where i was able to thrive and i was able to kind of find who i was in college i was able to find what i was interested in and build relationships that propelled me into my professional career after baseball so that's like the biggest thing um but yeah my recruiting process was kind of a mess to sum it all up but it just it just worked out so i thank god that everything worked out in that way but that i'm also able to give you advice on you know what to do and kind of what not to do as well so very good question all right do you have any more questions jackson um I,
2: I don't think so i mean you really hey hunter asked a really good question right there um if you could go back and change i actually do have one question if you could go back and change one way of how you played, like i mean would you change anything of how you played or how you carried yourself or any tips on how you i mean i mean have confidence in the game
0: yeah so like definitely when i stepped onto campus my freshman year I kind of went in and i was kind of like this underdog like they didn't necessarily know too too much about me and i kind of had a chip on my shoulder and i was very impressive and then i had a good freshman year and then after that i kind of got timid and you know trying to like can i repeat this and kind of started second guessing myself i didn't have that savage mentality uh that we just you know kind of talked about having and so I would have definitely you know went back and told myself hey like if you want to be great or if you want to be better than you were last year then you got to go out there and you gotta you gotta you literally just gotta go be better you gotta have that mentality that you are better that you are improving and that and trust the work that you've been putting in because you know i would always hit and i would always put in work but you know sometimes when i got the game time or right i or i knew like my coach was watching and this was like a big at bat and inner squad that determined whether i was going to start or not i would just you know kind of just be in my own head rather than in the moment and so it took me my sophomore and you know even part of my junior year before i really broke out of it and so then my senior year i came back had a really good season was a very big part of that championship team that we had my senior year but If i would have just you know had that similar mentality as i came in with right then i would have probably had a you know a much more successful career over the span of four years rather than it being you know mainly confined to those two not to say not to say that i didn't have good moments in the my sophomore and junior year it just i wasn't consistent in my approach to the game or really in life in general right took some soul searching and Mm -hmm. um you know in college it's a different beast too because you're away from your family and so you got to get into like okay how do i live life you know, without my mom maybe doing this for me or cooking for me. How do I manage my time effectively? Cause I don't have, you know, my mom or my dad telling me, hey, is your homework done? Is this is this in order? Is that in order? You you're really responsible for yourself. And so during those years I had to, you know, sort out some things about, okay, I gotta take some personal responsibility, have to, you know, manage my priorities properly. And then once I got that in order, then I was able to thrive and I was able to, you know, just go out and play the game of baseball the way I knew how, rather than worrying about, you know, all these external things. And so that would be my biggest advice to you is when you get to college, understand your priorities and also don't be afraid to, you know, reach out to me, reach out to coach Justin, reach out to coach Ked, reach out to other people on your team. Um, if, you are going through a phase where you're like, Oh man, I'm kind of going through a rough time, right? Address it head on. Right. Cause that's something that I didn't do. I didn't address it. I kind of just went down into like this little hole and you know, that kind of hurt me. Whereas it took like almost two years to come out of it where maybe it only needed to take, you know, a month or two. And I could have been right back to the same player that I was, but you know, you live and you learn. And that's why I get to have uh conversations with you guys. So that was a very good question. All right. Any other questions for we wrap up here that y'all just want to know? Mm, no, sir. I think I'm uh, I think I'm good. Awesome. Yes, sir, awesome. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys for coming on to the platform. I uh, love having you guys. We'll have two more of you guys next week. I'll be back home next week, so um, we'll get all the, you know, technical difficulties ironed out and everything. But, again, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, Hunter Holder, Jackson Sayer. Um, if you're a part of the Coastal Stars organization, you can catch them on the upper-class white team in action this weekend. I, I think they're going to put up some, some good numbers because, uh, I mean, it's tournament number two. We worked out the Kingston tournament number one, so yeah, we're, we're coming. Hopefully, hot. yeah, I like it. Hopefully, both our teams can you know sneak into that bracket play. Maybe meeting, maybe uh, we y'all get the face off against uh, Coach Profit here coming up. So I, I, I'm really looking forward to that because uh, my team played well. We just didn't play well enough. So hopefully we can get back. But again, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we'll be back next week probably. When I get back in town with another episode of Profitable Conversations, Coach Profit, Back to Quality Pod, all the shows that we have for you. So until then, uh, make sure y'all are blessed. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week.